Welcome to Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. My name is Phil Strump, so glad you joined me today. My guest is the number one contender for the NXT Championship, Ilya Dragunov. Ilya will be facing Carmelo Hayes in the main event of the NXT Premium Live Event No Mercy on Sunday in Bakersfield, California. Ilya is really one of the biggest rising stars in pro wrestling right now, even though he's been around for a while. He has an intensity and an emotion and a believability in what he does. So it's pretty exciting to get him on the show. So here we go with my chat with Ilya Dragunov. So honored to have with us today the number one contender for the NXT Championship, Ilya Dragunov. Ilya, welcome to Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. So happy you're here with me today. Good day, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. So for the second time, it's you versus Carmelo Hayes, this time headlining NXT No Mercy Premium Live Event in Bakersfield, California, Sunday, October 1st. People were very excited to bet the match you guys had the first time. What about you two makes your matches magic, and what makes him such a strong opponent for you? I mean, like, you just got to look at him. I mean, like, Carmelo Hayes has uh, had a lot of uh, impressive performances as the champion, and um, who is better to compete with him than this person like me? Because we got to look at the time that I'm back in NXT, the performances I delivered, the way I make people feel something when they step into this ring. And I think this is like the perfect combination to make the people excited because the people want to feel something when they see a performance like we both present. And we presented this performance already. So the second part is just going to be an add-on to this. And it's going to be nothing different than an exciting performance that people just, which is a must-see for the people to see. Were you familiar at all with Carmelo Hayes before you got to NXT? Had you gotten to watch him at all before uh, before getting to you know see him firsthand? I remember the 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 time when I uh, won the NXT UK Championship. There was a time with I with I wrestled Gunter. Um, I already knew because I when I think right he was in the breakout tournament, right? And I saw a couple of performances from him. Uh, maybe talked once or twice to him, but I knew that this was kind of one of the guys who were, who was like coming at those times. And to see how he progressed is pretty impressive to see how he passed his way and what kind of persona he became. So uh, I kind of were already familiar with him. So, but I were looking forward to, to compete with him for a while already. It's it's pretty wild. I actually had the opportunity to see him. Uh, my local independent promotion, where I am in, in the Northeast, was actually where he, one of the places he came from. So I've seen him progress from that to NXT, and then you know even to now as the champion. How how have you progressed since that time, from like the beginning of NXT UK to now? How how do you feel about the ways that you've kind of changed and, and and tweaked anything or or improved? I think I improved a lot. I mean, like. This whole business is about the journey and about experience. <clears throat> and experience is something that you can't buy and you can't learn. You're just going to make it. And through this whole time, I were able to learn so many things. I were able to progress in so many levels. First of all, because of the trust that the right people always put into me, I, were, I always felt very free to the things my way. And how the people responded to this, how the people reacted to this, how much freedom they gave to me to just be myself and to use my strength to develop my character, to develop myself, to develop my performances. It was a beautiful time. It was a 
a time with a lot of hard work to put in, but I'm happy about every moment I got, and I learned so much, and only through this time in this company, I became the person I am today, and I'm very, very proud of this person. And you've been all over the world and have been highly regarded as one of the world's better wrestlers for a long time. When you see the WWE training system, the performance center, what do you think of it and how does it help a guy like you? Like, how does, you know, because I think that's something that people wonder sometimes. You have people that are there that are beginners who are from scratch and some people there like yourself who have a previous history of, a, you know, a decade plus, you know. So what, what kind of things do you learn when you're in the WWE Performance Center or you were even in the, the UK one I think you were in too? I mean, I learned from the best. That's how you can actually just put it very simple. I mean, like, you have the opportunity to learn right away from the moment you enter into the performance center, regardless if it's uh, the one that has been in London or the one which is in Orlando, Florida. Uh, you have the possibility to get the whole amount of knowledge at once. You have the possibility to talk to the people with a, with countless years of experience and all at once. So this, this, those surroundings are just forcing you. They're forcing you to become the best version of yourself. And if you, if you don't become it, then it's basically a fault up to you because you have the possibility to talk to all those great minds uh, to pick up all the information that is necessary to know what this business, what this art is truly all about and how you can embrace it for yourself in the most complete way possible. So there's no better surrounding to become the greatest version of yourself in this industry. And any particular mentors along the way in the WWE Performance Center that uh, kind of resonate with you the most? And just, uh, I have to ask about Shawn Michaels and just kind of your relationship with him too. Of course. I mean, like, definitely Shawn Michaels. Um, <clears throat> especially in his case, it's such a easy working environment for me. Because if you have a obviously a legend like him there, and you can just randomly get into a conversation with him about ideas, about things you want to do, this is uh, the most comfortable feeling ever for yourself. And if I look at my work and the ideas I have and the thoughts, if they're possible and if they're manageable and if, they're, if I can execute them the way I want to do, and then to get like the feedback from a person like him who had uh, a countless amount of outstanding performances who always have been and will be like one of the most unique personas in this industry. What should I say? It can't get any better. And it seems like he kind of understands uh, the business on a, probably another level than a lot of other people too, just because of the high oh, levels yeah. that he's operated on, uh, you know, throughout his career. So how and when did you beside, decide to become a pro wrestler? It was not a real decision for me. Like, um, I must say that my entry into this, into this business was kind of like as an accident because I remember those times, like, um, I mean, like I, I'm in this probably around 11 years already. So at the very beginning, when I get, got to know wrestling itself was I just accidentally watched a television show. It was SmackDown, and it was a match between Rey Mysterio and Kurt Angle. So I had the most, the best starts 
to this uh, to this business than you could have imagined. Like, I mean, like Revisterio is one of a dying breed, like, and still is like um, an absolute underdog babyface, entirely inspiring, fighting from the ground to the top and being absolutely spectacular in the ring. And then you have Cardango on the other side, which has an intensity that is unmatched, unique, and I hope, I hope to reach those levels someday in my own way. So this was kind of my entry to the whole thing. And um, there was no, in where I'm from in Germany, where I was raised, there were no, were no pro, real pro scene in that times, right? So um, I got to know someone uh, who started a wrestling school in, in Dresden, Dresden after a while where there was like more kind of backyard wrestling around it. And um, his name is Axel Tischer, formerly known as Alexander Wolf. So right, he was right. my first first trainer in in this performance art. And through him, it just one thing came after another. I never had the plan to be to be in this job or to be in this industry, but um, I just couldn't stop because for me, everything I do is about self-expression and this art gave me the chance to self-express myself in the most honest and most complete way. And so I just kept going. I just kept going for, for this, for the sake of the passion. And so one thing came after another, I had my debut at GWF in Berlin, I went straight to WCW, which is like the biggest, most professional uh, promotion in Germany, over to the UK, which of progress. Then my chances in America, PWG, all those things just, I just had one step after another. And I always wanted to go this next step. Doesn't matter where I'm going to end up. And it's fascinating to me that it was Angle and Mysterio because that that they, they both like you mentioned like they both do sort of have elements of what you try to do like you mentioned about Angle's intensity like you're pretty much one of the most intense wrestlers I can think of so it's like you you do take a little bit of them so but it's interesting that you it was American style that really got you uh, got you interested in it but then you know you get to work in the different styles too and I think. You mentioned Axel uh, Tischer, Alexander Wolf, former NXT tag team champion for, for people who are listening with uh, with um, uh, what was the name of the group? I'm trying to remember that sanity he was in yeah, I think when he was yeah. when he was NXT tag team champion. And I always thought he was somebody who was who was a, an excellent wrestler. And I guess it must have been a pretty good teacher, too. Extremely like a, the, he was like probably the best teacher I could have right at the, right at the start because he's such a such a good worker. He's such a good human being. He is very, very disciplined. He is um, absolutely honest, which is also a very important part of tra in training people being even like sometimes being sometimes so honest that it hurts a little bit, but you got to be it because otherwise you're not going to improve. And I just remember all those good times. I just remember those good times when we were just about to start and um, he puts so much effort into everything he does. So I'm very, very happy and proud that I uh, that he was my beginning, that he paved like kind of the way for me too, and um, did his best to to give me as much knowledge as possible for me. And um, yeah, I just uh, I'm so happy I'm still in contact with him and, and still calling him my friend after all those years. It's just uh, 
this business has so much more to offer and especially if you make like very good friends and very good boundaries in it it's a fulfilling feeling and you got the chance to work with him i think a little bit in nxt uk too because i think he was still in imperium kind of at the beginning of that story uh with you guys and well, you can't bring up NXT UK without the match for so many people from that show, uh, and even a little wilder, your clash with the man now known as uh, as Gunther uh, Walter at the time. Uh, when you were wrestling in that match with him, did you know that you were creating something that special that people were going to really, uh, really enjoy? I mean, how to say it? I mean, like I had a lot of uh, a lot of fights with him already back in Germany. So it was not nothing like not first time for me to step with him into the ring. And I know him for, since probably already 2013. And um, I really must say that there's no person in this industry who influenced and made me more than he did. So it is like nobody, nobody. If I think about my passion for for this business and for this art, he's the first name that pops up into my head, the first one. And um, it was, I mean, you, of course you don't go into there and you expect like, you're gonna create something that people's gonna talk about for such a long time, what they still do, which is amazing for me. But I, when I think about him, I know he's just one of a kind, never ever somebody will be like him from his knowledge to his way, to his style, to everything. So I knew this must be something. And if I bring into the table what I have to offer, like my biggest strength, which is like getting beaten down to the ground, being absolutely destroyed, but still come up because there's, will nothing, there's nothing on this planet that will ever stop me. If you combine those forces with each other in such an organic, in natural way, there is, you, I don't have anything more to give. We don't have anything more to give. And if you have something so pure, I think that is what attracts people. It's something pure and like a feeling that you, even if it's just this brutality, it captivates people because it feels so real and the people want to experience something real. How exciting is it for you to see all the things that he's doing now, uh, first on SmackDown and then on Raw and then as the Intercontinental Champion for longer, amazingly enough, than anybody ever? Uh, you know, just what does that make you feel when you when you see what he's doing? I mean, what should I say? On one side, I'm I'm happy because I, th I think it's so deserved, like, there's no other words in my head for this because, again, what I there's no person in this industry that influenced me more and made me the person I am today and made this performance possible, my mindset possible than him. No one. Absolutely no one. And on the other side, it's obvious. Like, look at him. Look how great he is. He is, to take it to one statement, he is the bar for me. I only measure myself on him yeah i would love to see you guys run it back on a higher 
level, uh, you know, if you if you guys were able to do something at a, a premium live event for WWE at some point, if you were able to mix it up with him again, I think I think it's only natural to get you guys. You know, you guys have wrestled so many different places at this point that it it seems only natural to get you guys uh, back in the ring again. What does it feel like to be in the ring with Gunther? It doesn't look like it's enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about, I think this industry is all about presenting a fight. Sure. That's as easy as it gets because physicality is something every person believes, right? There's so many different ways to, to attract the attention of the audience. So many different ways. But one, of, one way that will always work, doesn't matter where, everywhere, in my opinion, is physicality. And if you present a real fight, if you present something where you mean something, where, where you know, you hear the sounds of the strikes and everything, you just, it just catches your attention. So uh, this is exactly how it is to be in the ring. It, get, it, it gets physical. If yeah. you're going to go into a fight, you're going to be prepared, especially as me, being more, let's say, more of the underdog person. I had, I'm not the heaviest one. I'm not the tallest one, but I definitely have the biggest fighting spirit in this industry. I fully believe that. So, and if you bring everything of that to the table, you're going to expect to suffer. You're going to expect to be, to feel fatigue like never, ever before. I remember the first, uh, the match at NXT UK. I, after the match was over, I literally, or even between the, in the match, I literally, Thoughts, I don't know how to keep going anymore. I just wow. don't know how to keep up anymore. Like, just body-wise. I wanted to, but I didn't feel like... I didn't know how to continue. And after the match, when it was over, I thought, I can't even move anymore. I don't want to... I don't know how to move anymore. Wow. Was there anybody... Is there anybody else over the course of your career that you feel like you've had... Uh, similar chemistry with like like with uh, Gunther in the ring mm, I can't remember because I I mean like it doesn't matter who I who I wrestle like it doesn't matter with who I stand in the ring with I always happy I always passionate and always want to deliver the best possible it's it doesn't matter but thinking about back all those years that's a that's a big question um I don't think I can compare anyone to him because the, he's so significant for my career, for all those career steps I did. I can, I mean, like, I have respect for any opponent I ever faced, um, but I don't think I can say anyone who were on this level. Very good. Um, you might be one of the most emotive wrestlers I've ever seen. There's, there's never any doubts that you're in a physical fight, like you said, when you're in the ring. Is there something that you draw some of those facial expressions out of is it you know or is it's it something that you've kind of built over the course of your career just you know because you have a face that just is emoting you know all sorts of emotions throughout the entirety of pretty much everything you do even even interviews sometimes i mean we all got to use our strength we got all got certain things you can learn but I think on certain parts, you just got to use what you have already inside yourself. I don't think there are any people on this planet who are boring or anything. I think if you reach down deep into your soul, you're going to find something that is entirely unique to you. And you need to use it. 
And that's what I relied on my whole career. I just used what I already had. Like, even privately, I'm a very bad liar. Because you're going you're gonna to see what I truly feel in my face every single time. So, in all those emotions, I just execute in the ring. It's like when I feel something in a certain moment in the match, I just express it. I just let myself go because otherwise I would try to force anything and I can't force anything. I, 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 I believe the best performance you can deliver as a performer is the most honest one. So if you're trying to portray something, you are entirely not. The people won't connect to it. And then when the people don't connect to it, they're not going to want to watch your fight. If they're not going to watch, want to watch your fight, they're not going to watch the show. And this is like a whole circle. So I present myself the most honest way. And how I express my face is just how I would express my face, maybe in a more extreme way in the match. But I... I'm just this expressive person, and if, if I wouldn't use this, I would just throw away all my strength. Yeah, and it seems like uh, <clears throat> your style, too, would be feeding off of a live crowd a lot in terms of your emotion, too. So that that had to be good to get that back. You know, you're, you're actually performing in front of people again, you know, because some of those NXT UK ones was, you know, limited crowds or or nothing at all, really, it's on some of them. So is that, is that something that you feed off of with, with kind of your emotions and your performances too, is, is the crowd to just try to feel it and make them feel something, like you said? I mean, like, obviously, like, you want to perform in front of the crowd. This is the whole experience. You want to have people around you that you, that you feel you're connected with. When you look into the, into the audience, you want to see the people's faces. You want to see how captivated they are. Are they not? how much noises are around you. This is definitely something you work with. But I must say, like, even those times where there were no crowd at all were beneficial. I mean, like, if you look back at this one match we talked about already, like uh, the one with Gunther, <clears throat> it benefited to have no crowd because you could have the, you could, could hear the noises of those strikes even, even more, right? And I believe... You gotta be, you gotta be able to adapt to every situation, and you can't change the facts through this, uh, through the situation of the world at this point of time. We're talking about there were no that there were no possibility to have people around you. So, but you gotta still gotta go in and feel it. You gotta still feel it like there is someone around you because people are, will watch that. So. I have the big strength that I really don't care about how many people are in the audience. Because even if there's only one person sitting there, I still got to give him my whole soul to feel. And uh, I really appreciated those times because you know what you want if you don't get what you want. And it's really like adapting to your environment too, just making sure that, you know, the performance kind of fit the, uh, you know, the, the environment that you were into. Is there anybody you'd uh, like to step in the ring with uh, in WWE who you have not yet? You know, any anybody that you'd look forward to? I mean, there, there are countless people. I mean, like, this, uh, this company is filled with an unlimited amount of great talent. So there's so many people I would, I think I could create something special with. The first person, like one of the people that comes to my mind is definitely like Shinsuke Nakamura. 
mm. people like Seth Rollins, with who's like also have all this artistic expressive way with the people, and this is like you, you see how over he is and how many attention he gets. Uh, and definitely, I mean, as long as the chance is still there. Maybe with one of the people who were the first I've been watching, like Rey Mysterio, for example. Yeah, that would that would that would really be fun. And I I had the opportunity uh, SummerSlam. What was it? Two thousand two. The opening match was Rey Mysterio and Kurt Angle, and it was just like nothing you could ever see in person. It was just an unbelievable match with two guys absolutely at the top of their game at that point. And just it was such a thrill to be able to be at that live. Um, so we're going to move on to something we call the three count. Now it's going to be three quick questions and your answers. So your entrance with kind of the conducting of the orchestra, where did that come from? And uh, do you have any type of a musical background? <laughs> No, I, I don't have any music background. Uh, I was just like, like, like I said, I was, I, I'm just flowing. And if you hear this classical music and if you hear those instruments and you just feel the passion and I just like to get myself into the zone as fast as possible. And I really love the music, like the love the interest music I have. So if I hear those instruments and I hear the, the sounds, I just want to flow with it. I just don't want to, I just want to recognize it, you know? And I think in this way, the people, you see even more how much passion I have even before the fight begins. Yeah, and it's something interactive you can do with the crowd too because I'm sure they're going to all pick it up and be Absolutely. moving their hands. To, they, they do it pretty well in time too. So, uh, so you, second question, you were born in Russia, grew up in Germany. Uh, now you're living in the U.S. Just how, how are you finding uh, living in the U.S.? I mean, in my heart, I'm still a European, a European person. I still believe we have a far better coffee. I still believe that uh, that um, to have some seasons is actually pretty nice. I like to wear jackets and coats, so uh, I kind of need to get used to the heat. Um, it is it is strange because I feel like uh, <laughs> I immigrated to another country for the second time in my life and kind of adapting to all of these different things. It's it's. It's definitely not easy. It's definitely uh, something I still try to get used to. But I'm also like, um, let's say, uh, I'm a person who needs a longer time to adapt things in general. Even like just in my private life, I'm I used to my routines and my habits and everything, and just uh, try to go out and uh, get used to different situations. It's not easy for me. I still manage that, no doubt about this. But <laughs> it's definitely. Uh, it's definitely a big change in my life, but like I have my, I have like a very good colleagues here that uh, I spend time with. I mean, like um, if you look for, for example, Oromenza, I know this this guy since NXT UK times. We roomed together like so often in hotels and everything like that, and um, having him around and have like another German speaker around me, which is is a big benefit for me. How many languages do you speak? I speak German, English, and Russian language. Very nice. Very cool. And then that last question, if you were able to take on any wrestler, past or present, who would it be and why? Kurt Angle. <laughs> Definitely Kurt Angle. Because I think this would be an overload of intensity. It's just a simple <laughs> overload of intensity. Just 
I would just like, I wouldn't even think about anything else that I'll outmatch him in intensity. I would just try. I would, maybe I would fail, who knows? I can try really hard, but this would be something that people wouldn't forget. Yeah, I mean, I'd be rooting for you and all, but I would also like to see you in the ankle lock at some point, just to see what that would uh, see what that would look like Painful. from your perspective. Painful. Yeah, and I'm sure we'd be able to read it all over your face. So, um, Ilya Dragunov, thank you so much for joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. Uh, you're taking on Carmelo Hayes, NXT No Mercy on uh, Peacock Premium Live Event, Bakersfield, California, Sunday, October 1st. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. I'd like to thank Ilya Dragunov for joining me today. I'd also like to thank Chuck Kingsbury from WWE for making this happen. Follow me on Twitter at Under the Ring and on threads at PJ Strom for the latest guest news. And have a great week, everyone. Mm-hmm.